0: Section 22 of Geneva Conventions, August 1949. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Part 2 General Protection of Populations Against Certain Consequences of War. Article 13 Field of Application of Part 2 the provisions of part two cover the whole of the populations of the countries in conflict without any adverse distinction based in particular on race nationality religion or political opinion and are intended to alleviate the sufferings caused by war article fourteen hospital and safety zones and localities in time of peace the high contracting parties and after the outbreak of hostilities the parties thereto may establish in their own territory and if the need arises in occupied areas hospital and safety zones and localities so organized as to protect from the effects of war wounded sick and aged persons children under fifteen expectant mothers and mothers of children under seven upon the outbreak and during the course of hostilities the parties concerned may conclude agreements on mutual recognition of the zones and localities they have created they may for this purpose implement the provisions of the draft agreement annexed to the present convention with such amendments as they may consider necessary the protecting powers and the international committee of the red cross are invited to lend their good offices in order to facilitate the institution and recognition of these hospital and safety zones and localities. Article 15. Neutralized Zones Any party to the conflict may, either direct or through a neutral state or some humanitarian organization, propose to the adverse party to establish, in the regions where the fighting is taking place, neutralized zones intended to shelter from the effects of war the following persons without distinction a wounded and sick combatants or noncombatants b civilian persons who take no part in hostilities and who while they reside in these zones perform no work of a military character when the parties concerned have agreed upon the geographical position administration food supply and supervision of the proposed neutralized zone a written agreement shall be concluded and signed by the representatives of the parties to the conflict the agreement shall fix the beginning and the duration of the neutralization of this zone article sixteen wounded and sick one general protection the wounded and sick as well as the infirm and expectant mothers shall be the object of particular protection and respect. As far as military considerations allow, each party to the conflict shall facilitate the steps taken to search for the killed and wounded, to assist the shipwrecked and other persons exposed to grave danger, and to protect them against pillage and ill-treatment. Article seventeen: Two Evacuation. The parties to the conflict shall endeavor to conclude local agreements for the removal of besieged or encircled areas, of wounded, sick, infirm, and aged persons, children, and maternity cases, and for the passage of ministers of all religions, medical personnel, and medical equipment on their way to such areas. Article eighteen three Protection of Hospitals civilian hospitals organized to give care to the wounded and sick the infirm and maternity cases may in no circumstances be the object of attack but shall at all times be respected and protected by the parties to the conflict states which are parties to a conflict shall provide all civilian hospitals with certificates showing that they are civilian hospitals and that the buildings which they occupy are not used for any purpose which would deprive these hospitals of protection in accordance with article nineteen civilian hospitals shall be marked by means of the emblem provided for in article thirty eight of the geneva convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick in armed forces in the field of august twelfth nineteen forty nine but only if so authorized by the state the parties to the conflict shall in so far as military considerations permit take the necessary steps to make the distinctive emblems indicating civilian hospitals clearly visible to the enemy land air and naval forces in order to obviate the possibility of any hostile action in view of the dangers to which hospitals may be exposed by being close to military objectives it is recommended that such hospitals be situated as far as possible from such objectives. Article 19. 4. Discontinuance of Protection of Hospitals The protection to which civilian hospitals are entitled shall not cease unless they are used to commit, outside their humanitarian duties, acts harmful to the enemy, Protection may, however, cease only after due warning has been given, naming in all appropriate cases a reasonable time limit, and after such warning has remained unheeded. The fact that sick or wounded members of the armed forces are nursed in these hospitals, or the presence of small arms and ammunition taken from such combatants and not yet handed over to the proper service, shall not be considered to be acts harmful to the enemy article twenty five hospital staff persons regularly and solely engaged in the operation and administration of civilian hospitals including the personnel engaged in the search for removal and transporting of and caring for wounded and sick civilians the infirm and maternity cases shall be respected and protected in occupied territory and in zones of military operations the above personnel shall be recognizable by means of an identity card certifying their status bearing the photograph of the holder and embossed with the stamp of the responsible authority and also by means of a stamped water-resistant armlet which they shall wear on the left arm while carrying out their duties this armlet shall be issued by the state and shall bear the emblem provided for in article thirty eight of the geneva convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick in armed forces in the field of august twelfth nineteen forty nine other personnel who are engaged in the operation and administration of civilian hospitals shall be entitled to respect and protection and to wear the armlet as provided in and under the conditions prescribed in this article while they are employed on such duties the identity card shall state the duties on which they are employed the management of each hospital shall at all times hold at the disposal of the competent national or occupying authorities an up-to-date list of such personnel article twenty one six land and sea transport convoys of vehicles or hospital trains on land or specially provided vessels on the sea conveying wounded and sick civilians the infirm and maternity cases shall be respected and protected in the same manner as the hospitals provided for in article eighteen and shall be marked with the consent of the state by the display of the distinctive emblem provided for in article thirty eight of the geneva convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick in armed forces in the field of august twelfth nineteen forty nine article twenty two seven air transport aircraft exclusively employed for the removal of wounded and sick civilians the infirm and maternity cases or for the transport of medical personnel and equipment shall not be attacked but shall be respected while flying at heights times and routes specifically agreed upon between all the parties to the conflict concerned they may be marked with the distinctive emblem provided for in article thirty eight of the geneva convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick in armed forces in the field of august twelfth nineteen forty nine unless agreed otherwise flights over enemy or enemy occupied territory are prohibited such aircraft shall obey every summons to land in the event of a landing thus imposed THE AIRCRAFT WITH ITS OCCUPANTS MAY CONTINUE ITS FLIGHT AFTER EXAMINATION, IF ANY. ARTICLE Twenty-Three: CONSIGNMENTS OF MEDICAL SUPPLIES, FOOD, AND CLOTHING EACH HIGH CONTRACTING PARTY SHALL ALLOW THE FREE PASSAGE OF ALL CONSIGNMENTS OF MEDICAL AND HOSPITAL STORES, AND OBJECTS NECESSARY FOR RELIGIOUS WORSHIP INTENDED ONLY FOR CIVILIANS OF ANOTHER HIGH CONTRACTING PARTY, EVEN IF THE LATTER IS ITS ADVERSARY, it shall likewise permit the free passage of all consignments of essential foodstuffs clothing and tonics intended for children under fifteen expectant mothers and maternity cases the obligation of a high contracting party to allow the free passage of the consignments indicated in the preceding paragraph is subject to the condition that this party is satisfied that there are no serious reasons for fearing a that the consignments may be diverted from their destination b that the control may not be effective or c that a definite advantage may accrue to the military efforts or economy of the enemy through the substitution of the above-mentioned consignments for goods which would otherwise be provided or produced by the enemy or through the release of such material services or facilities as would otherwise be required for the production of such goods the power which allows the passage of the consignments indicated in the first paragraph of this article may make such permission conditional on the distribution to the persons benefited thereby being made under the local supervision of the protecting powers such consignments shall be forwarded as rapidly as possible and the power which permits their free passage shall have the right to prescribe the technical arrangements under which such passage is allowed article twenty four measures relating to child welfare the parties to the conflict shall take the necessary measures to ensure that children under fifteen who are orphaned or separated from their families as a result of the war are not left to their own resources and that their maintenance the exercise of their religion and their education are facilitated in all circumstances their education shall as far as possible be entrusted to persons of a similar cultural tradition the parties to the conflict shall facilitate the reception of such children in a neutral country for the duration of the conflict with the consent of the protecting power if any and under due safeguards for the observance of the principles stated in the first paragraph they shall furthermore endeavour to arrange for all children under twelve to be identified by the wearing of identity discs or by some other means article twenty five family news all persons in the territory of a party to the conflict or in a territory occupied by it shall be enabled to give news of a strictly personal nature to members of their families wherever they may be and to receive news from them this correspondence shall be forwarded speedily and without undue delay if as a result of circumstances it becomes difficult or impossible to exchange family correspondence by the ordinary post the parties to the conflict concerned shall apply to a neutral intermediary such as the central agency provided for in Article one forty, and shall decide in consultation with it how to ensure the fulfillment of their obligation under the best possible conditions, in particular with the cooperation of the National Red Cross, Red Crescent, Red Lion and Sun Societies. If the parties to the conflict deem it necessary to restrict family correspondence, such restriction shall be confined to the compulsory use of standard forms containing twenty-five freely chosen words and to the limitation of the number of these forms dispatched to one each month article twenty six dispersed families each party to the conflict shall facilitate inquiries made by members of families dispersed owing to the war with the object of renewing contact with one another and of meeting if possible. It shall encourage, in particular, the work of organizations engaged in this task, provided they are acceptable to it and conform to its security regulations. End of section twenty two. Recording by Maria Casper.